Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, is... Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Hello. Shank, Jess Evans, hey. and Jeff Williams. Hey. We got both flavors of Jeff this week. <laughs> <laughs> we got Howdy Jeff and we got the other one. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Around the galaxy. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the galaxy. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. It's a good thing that I've got friends that are more clever than I am. I've composed a little ditty to kick off this very special episode. Can't wait. Long time ago, in a galaxy far away, the Halcyon was under an attack. And I thought Heather and Jeff and Dan could talk the First Order into maybe cutting them a little slack. (laughs) But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We got help from the resistance. Gaia taught us an outer space line dance. <laughs> we ate some blue shrimp and drank space booze and took a field trip to Batu and learned to fly just like the crew. That's how we spent crew. That was amazing, Dan. <laughs> and they were singing. <laughs> I, I didn't get oh. that far. It's like a seven-minute song. I didn't want to really a, lose it, all of our listeners. It is a very listeners. long song. <laughs> Weird Dan, everybody. Yay! <laughs> yeah. My apologies to Weird Albert. I did steal a lot of his, a lot of his lines. That's so. good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, in case you didn't catch it from the title and my lyrical stylings there, we are talking about the Galactic Scar, the Galactic Scar, Scar Cruiser. Cruise. The Galactic Star Cruiser, since since three of us are now back from our trips on there, and Jess is planning on heading out there in, in December. So, fair warning up ahead, we're going to get a little bit spoilery. We're going Spoiler to try not alert. to... We're going to try not to do too much of major show elements, but no promises. So... As much as we would love for you to listen to this, if you don't want to be spoiled on the Star Cruiser, go ahead and just turn the volume down and leave this episode playing while you go do something else so that we still get credit <laughs> with very Apple Podcasts. Leave it on for, for your dog while you go to work. Smart. And while That's it's right. playing, download two other episodes. <laughs> That's yes. right. That's right. And tell a friend to do the same. 
Holy crap, guys. I want to go oh, back already. I I know, Heather, wanted, you are yes. going back already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was very mid. Oh, you're a liar. You're such a liar. liar. So I guess before we step through things, let's talk first impressions or Ugh. what? just overall impressions. What's... What did you I think? We haven't we, we haven't talked about this no, at we all haven't. together. I've talked about it a lot with my family who had gone before me, but I loved every <laughs> minute of it. It was, it, I really wasn't sure. I knew, I, I think I knew that I would like it because I, the sort of basic elements of a, an escape room, a dinner theater, that sort of thing. I, so mm-hmm. I knew I would like it. Didn't know how much I was going to like it, really. And within the first two or three hours, I was already like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. And then it started happening. I'm like, oh, yes, okay. And then it, by day two, I was like, this is. Yeah, we had a little bit of a not fun boarding experience because they had some issues that we're still not exactly sure what. The elevator. They were. Oh, was it the elevator? Excuse me, the, the shuttle, shuttle. Sorry, the shuttle from the spaceport <laughs> in Orlando, Florida. So we stood outside for, oh God, at least 90 minutes. Yeah. And it was, we boarded. And everybody's on, in costume yeah. and it's just so hot. And we yeah. boarded at the, I mean, it was late July and it was oppressively hot in Orlando that week. Worse so there's no experience. So there's no like area inside that they can put everybody in yeah, if it's raining or you we were covered. It's covered. Yeah. It's a like a port cochere. Yeah, yeah, but if it's hot, you're screwed. A yeah. space port yes. cochere. We were there's a bunch of big fans, yes. but if you're not underneath them and right. they were and they the held wire, us so however you arrive, they really do they really do manage the arrival process, whether you're coming in on you in your own car. Or whether you're coming in at a taxi from... We drove in. Yeah, we drove in. Because you... And back up a little bit. I didn't know until Dan told me that because they don't have official Disney transportation to the Star Cruiser, if you're staying at a Disney resort pre, they will call you a taxi and the, and it's covered. Or they will tell you to book a lift and they give you a credit yeah. on your bill equal to the cost yep. of the lift over to the Star Coaster. Oh, that's that's nice. how busy Mears Also, is. Yep. if you tell them they give you a later checkout mm-hmm. because check-in is one o'clock at the yeah, Star Cruiser, so it's you can automatic. get late checkout. Yeah, which is great. if As long as you have your Star Cruiser book linked in your My Disney Experience, which I think is automatic, they did the Star Cruiser team did that, and our yeah. Disney stay was linked in our My Disney Experience account. They automatically gave us late checkout, and we got a message from the front desk that said that they had been contacted by the Halcyon crew and wanted to let us know that we had a late checkout, which was excellent. It's great. So you did our normal checkout. We went and we had breakfast and all that kind of stuff. Then we could go back to our rooms and put on the your gear and all that. And then you go straight from hotel to car to normally right into the new yeah. hotel. So you're never hot. But we, yeah. And they, they control we, there was a that huge access. extension line of people. So we sat, we were in the car for a long time because there was a big lineup of cars. And when we got up to the front, they said, we're having a bit of a backup with boarding right now. So we're going to hold you in your car. That's air conditioned until the absolute last minute. So then we got up. To the Port Corsair, they valet park your car or 
you get out of your cab. And then normally it's not too much of a long process there as long as you're arriving after one o'clock when they start boarding. From my understanding, Actually, it's normally it's not much of a line out there that you're waiting in. Yeah, that's true. And even if you get there earlier, before they start, they've got a, an army of cast so, members. So in, many. At each family, as they arrive, gets their personal little helper yep. that checks them in, sets up their uh, charging on their card, gives you your, they're not magic bands, they're M bands yes. when you're in outer space. Um, all that Make stuff. sure you know uh, how to use the data pad. pad. There we saw pe- families who didn't have their own phones that were they loan you a, They loan you a pads. phone if you need one. Uh, they do have limited amounts yeah. of those, but yeah, they will loan you iPhones. Because you uh, need it. Kids, you have to have it. If you've got kids who don't. Yeah. yeah. So our boarding process, we were out there for at least 90 minutes, and they were bringing water and, and all of that. Yeah, the problem was great, the shuttle effects, apparently. We're not working so great. Yeah. And then when we got up through that process and upstairs, there was only then one cast there member. For a long yeah, time. one ca- because they come and they escort you to your cabin. And that process was a little a little crazy because yeah, they've been so backed up. All standing yeah. there being held basically in the doorway. Is that because they have to sort of show you how everything works on the, yeah. the walls right. and all well, usually, everything is different. Usually, the door is different. The yeah. What happens you, is when you get off of the shuttle, they immediately take you in small groups and show you a safety video that's okay. Here's the real deal on emergency processes because we're going oh, to do they a must- showed us you that didn't see they that? showed us that prior to even getting in the shuttle. They took oh, okay. us into Normally, this. They took us into this room that had a look the concrete hallway. Yeah, thing. big screen, and that's where they showed you <laughs> the Halcyon safety video, which. This is this signal means go to your muster drill. And then after that, they said, okay, now here's the video of what if it's a real non space emergency. Real world. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here's how to get into the panic room. And then we went into the shuttle. And then we went into the shuttle. It sounds like we had I a might little have bit it of re- reverse yeah. or something. I'm having a hard time remembering. But, <laughs> but anyway, under normal circumstances, when you get off the shuttle itself is super cool. It really is. It's rumbling, and you can see the, you blasting off. and It's yeah. really cool. But when that door opens and you're in that grand oh, hallway, man. I know you've seen it on YouTube, and it can't, it's awesome. Like, immediately, I'm like, oh, I love it here. Really <laughs> is yeah. incredible, and photos don't do it justice. You feel like you are a spaceship. It's the scale of it, the hologram yes. tubes that are playing messages yeah. and the ships are out and everything. You can time. see it's- into the bridge. And actually, we snuck into the bridge. It was empty. We snuck in there and took photos. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, well, by snuck. If there's, if there's yeah. no training, you're welcome. You can go in there. It feels you like you're sneaking so. in, like you're not supposed yes. to be in there. Which is more <laughs> yeah. fun. Which actually they play really well later in another room that you break yeah. It was very funny, the running joke of what are all these passengers doing in the engineering yes. room? But I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, so they escort you to your room. Your room is ready immediately, which is fantastic. They I escort you up there. They show you the droid that you can talk to. They show you the, how the, the your window into space works and all that great stuff. The door, even the door to get into your room is different than a regular hotel room. Oh yeah, how I long think did they're all identical other than suites, right? They're all 
looked exactly the well, same. Well, no, there's two different of the regular rooms. There's some that have a fifth sleeper. Yeah, that folds down oh, underneath yeah. the, yeah, the, the TV, TV screen. Yeah. The one I had didn't have the fifth sleeper. Mine didn't either. No. No. My neighbor. And did any I know actually that someone in your group got stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> oh yeah, some of the latches on these pocket doors weren't installed very yeah. well and I just had to figure well, out how to use it. Well, it's hard to figure out on the doors like it's all one motion to unlock and yes. open. It's like a Oh, yeah. My son got stuck in the bathroom and had to be rescued. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> Actually, both of your sons, after the first one got stuck, the second one immediately went in and of got stuck. Of course so. he did. <laughs> so he didn't really listen. No, me. of course. But, uh, the rooms are cool. The beds are great. The, Very those comfortable. Those beds are short. I laid in mine just to see. I did. I climbed into the one in my room, too, just to see what it was of, like. It is wide. Yeah. So it's like a full size. So it's wide enough you can go diagonally and it would be fine. I slept in it both nights and I was comfortable. I liked it. Yeah, I liked the short. bedding. <laughs> I'm, I'm five foot 11 inches. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. That's what I mean by uh, short. <laughs> I like the bedding. I wish they sold it in the shop. The bedding in the bunks is cool because you can use that comforter as either a blanket or it's got some little, it, you could use it as a sleeping bag if you want. Yeah, it's like a roll, like a camp roll. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the just everything in the room, they do a great job of making it feel different from being yes, just a it normal feels like and the effect of that window we've made fun of that a lot we were all kind of bagging on the thing before we did it the window is it looks pretty real it the looks way they cut the concave yeah insert and then it's there's rescue. an emergency that's there is a window behind there so yeah. if you pull the handle and there's a little door so you can get behind that to where you would actually escape out yeah. of your window if there was a real world emergency funny because you're supposed to stay in this little cubicle until emergency services open the door on the other side to get out so it's like a little panic room built into the into the cabin yeah. there on the ship and uh, the if you happen to be in your room when somebody's doing some bridge training the screen in the room reflects what's going on in the bridge too that's which what is was so cool. cool so there's screens all over in the great hall and everywhere else that are all synced so perfectly that it we've all seen the fake windows in star wars bars and Different thing. These are all synced, and it gave a huge sense of scale that yes. I haven't seen on other simulators. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. It all works yeah. together. Anything else about the room? I will say one con about the room. There's something weird about the way the outlets are arranged in the face plates. They're offset in this weird way that if you have larger power bricks for charging devices, you might only be able to get one charger <laughs> on an outlet. Huh. So bring something that has multiple... Yeah, especially I was the only person in my room, so I could yeah, I take over say, all I of them. And I've yeah. got a thing that does my phone and my Apple Watch. That's right. pretty much all so, I had. And there's a glass refillable bottle there that you can take up the atrium, and they have... I really enjoyed it. I, it tickled me yes. because they have this faucet in the atrium to refill your water bottle, and they also have cups. That you I got excited. Say. I thought it was space beer because it looks like a little, <laughs> there's just a tap yeah. on the wall. Well, I was like, this do, place rules. They do <laughs> have water. sparkling water on tap if you wanted sparkling. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just spark. I, it tickled me that you could get chilled or room yes. temperature water <laughs> on tap, depending on your yes. preference for, yeah. for water. Or the sparkling water. Yeah, so after we dropped our crap in our rooms and photographs and all, we went a-wandering and went 
Yeah. Check the Great Hall, or what do they call that? Great the Hall. Grand Atrium. Atrium. Atrium there. Yeah, Grand Atrium. It's just, there's a lot going on in there. And you can get a you really blue milk and green milk. Start getting in on everything right away if you know what you're doing. And really, to get in, get started on everything right away is just start talking to people. Mm-hmm. Start talking to the cast and start interacting with them. And, it, and if you're shy and you don't, they'll start reaching out yes. to you on your data pad. Which we've had a hard time getting into conversations early on, so we didn't get a lot of in-person interaction until you started getting scheduled meetups mm-hmm. through the data pad. But it's like right at four o'clock when they do the muster drill, then the characters are rolling yes, around there is a and you get a chance drill. to interact with them. Yeah. But you can go right into the dining hall and just eat. And the food is cool and plentiful all the time. Yes. Buffet style, you are free to take the dishes out the lounge and that's actually one thing that we didn't realize at first but if you want snacks at the bar go downstairs if they're serving lunch at the buffet go grab yourself a couple of trays of food from the Whatever buffet and take mm-hmm. it upstairs you, they also to the serve bar. stuff in the bar they have a- yes but they don't start that until after five. oh yeah that's true they don't serve it in the afternoon it was good the and snacks food is the all is really good and included the bar snacks are all complimentary they're included in the cost and they are delicious mm-hmm. there's a really cool smoked cheese board there's some other good stuff they so. have some snacks too at the what's normally like guest services they have snacks and stuff up there they had these delicious space cake pops there that mm-hmm. i accidentally ate about 30 yeah. of and, <laughs> and some really good space goldfish we got in on the action right away because we had a little tip my kids had said had told me to go and hack one of the ship's panels and told me how to do it. It did make me feel like a little bit of an idiot at first because they <laughs> didn't really, they didn't really convey to me well that it was going to be a puzzle. Uh-huh. And yeah. it was a little bit like an escape room puzzle and it took us a little bit, but we finally managed to hack the panel and get access to engineering. And what was funny was we did it only because her kids told us how we could do it but then like literally 25 minutes later they're like oh i see you've already gotten access to so and so yeah right. like they were gonna be the ones to send to me there tell to, us do that. to do it would have happened yeah. anyway yeah <laughs> and that's one of the big things too besides talking to people is when you see those shipboard computers or if you see a door that has a button that you can yes. press or if you see a Scan door that has band. a an m-band scan point scan it even if it's locked that's going to tell the computer hey i tried to do this so this person should talk to me to start off a storyline yep. and the more of those things you do the more stuff you're going to get to do later so nobody can get into the cargo hold until later in the trip but if you're wandering around and looking for stuff to do go try to get into the cargo hold and then you're going to get messages they're like hey i saw you trying yes. to get somewhere well, here's what i need you to do meet me Meet so-and-so in such-and-such a place, and this will happen. Our storyline started being very similar. The same people talking to us. And then at the muster drill thing, we talked to the section leader, and she sent us in one direction. And then I really liked the 
imperial guy the first on there. order he is <laughs> so the greatest i was like character. he's just so funny he was just yeah. the best actor doing it apparently they have a lot of different of these guys so i'm sure they're all good but our guy i he came into the bar and i did something and i winked so obviously <laughs> yeah. at him and he goes oh do you have a palsy yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I was winking. And he goes, you really put the B in subtle, didn't you? <laughs> he was so, so then every time funny. I saw him, we had made that connection. So us. I was winking at yeah. him. And then, then his character, because of that interaction, starts messaging me yes. for more dark side stuff. Jeff so originally went full I was gonna, forced first order because he loved Lieutenant yeah, Croix so a, much. I was going to play both sides. By the end of it, I was just goose-stepping right in yes. there with <laughs> First order. <laughs> the funny thing too about that first order character is he was totally put on that ship for the annoying little kids to gather around. I noticed that during ours, and I'm sure that's what happens every single <laughs> yes. time. Is that the little Eddie Haskell kids are the kids who are like feeding off of the attention that he gives them? Yeah, are totally willing to go do all of his evil bidding uh, to the point where they like really try to screw up everybody else's missions yes. and they're really annoying. And I got to the point where our, our one kid, his main Cole? kid, <laughs> I heard yes, about Cole. Cole. Every time I saw Cole, it's just like, Cole, <laughs> God damn it, get out of here. Yeah. Cole. <laughs> He's got to screw He's things screw- up for me. Yeah. I heard a funny. funny story about Cole that, that on he stormed out of the dining hall with Croy one night, leaving his family behind just because <laughs> Lieutenant Croy was storming out and said, come on, Cole. And the kid yeah, jumped yeah, up followed and him. followed him out. Yeah, there's like yeah. a whole, there's an overarching like storyline that every public space person yes. is going to get. So there's things that happen in dining. There's things that happen at muster and there's things that, and these are show elements that everybody gets and they're awesome. If that mm-hmm. was all you did, that would honestly be enough. Yeah. And if but you didn't, do as if many of these side missions as you can, if you didn't participate at all on your data pad, you'd still get all that stuff mm-hmm. and nothing else. And then everybody does lightsaber training, yep. which I thought, this is going to be dumb up to and including until I stepped into the circle and started, and I was like, okay, this, <laughs> this is, is really fun. Because yeah. we've all seen that video of Josh tomorrow that Jess, you loved that one, where Yeah. They didn't do a good job mar- marketing they that at all. So film it. Yes. It feels so much better and cooler. You, By the it, end of it, darker. Because like, yes. the way they program it is, it makes you feel like you're Johnny. You are feeling the force <laughs> and you are really getting into it. Yeah. The first couple of rounds you do, it's they give you a tracer to show you where to put your blade. Yep. And then the last round, you are using the, the force. To and it really feels it's, real. Yes. Like it's cool. It's cool. And it's fun but, because everybody feels stupid doing it. You're in a room with the way they did it with Josh tomorrow on the video that I'm sure every listener has seen is you're alone with just you and this Jedi trainer. And it's not like that. You're in there with a group. So it's awkward, but because a bunch of people just don't go first. If you're nervous, hey, I, mean, I, I, I ended up in the front of the line yeah, and I, I was her first. There and- yes, he sure did. <laughs> but then, yeah, it was good. Then you all get By the end into of it. Everybody's having fun. Yeah. We're laughing and with everybody's each other helping. instead of at each You've other. You've got shields that you Yeah. Use and everybody and- in your line is helping you and it's your turn with the lightsaber and, so everybody has a chance to do that, and everybody does the bridge, bridge training, training. Thing, which of course right. goes awry as everything does. And dep- but every single, depending on when every your bridge single scheduled is, yeah. bridge training falls at a different place in the. Story. So it's different. So you see something totally different 
And then to that point, so you've got these main storyline things that everybody's going to have some point in, and then you've got all these side things depending on what characters get involved in. And I liked, I noticed that, like I said, they've got Lieutenant Croy, who largely is there for those annoying kids to follow around. <laughs> or but then Jeff. Other things, <laughs> right. Yes. The kids and Jeff. But then, so like, they have also whole storylines for the teenage sisters who got dragged along because their little brother wants to do Star Wars and they're not involved yes. in Star Wars at all. Mm-hmm. There's the whole pop star storyline where you can become, you can sign up for a Gaia's fan club meeting yes. and somebody gets crowned her biggest fan. And there's a whole little thing for the artsy <laughs> that was ninth graders the guy who where was they crowned. write a pop that was song. Zifo was was the- oh, Bebo. Yes, yeah. on our <laughs> On our sailing, a gentleman decided that he was going to come costumed in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He was being so clever. Um, and and he, that was, he had was not seen this movie. Fan. I was like, yeah. who's Or read the book. Yeah. yeah. He had the juicer <laughs> on his helmet and everything. He was. Yeah. It was pretty good. Very into it. Yeah. But. Which but so I there's thought, something. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it's because it's, it's just. They did a really good job of finding ways to get yeah. everybody involved, no matter what your yep. interest level in Star Wars is, no matter how much you want to get involved. There's, There's something stuff there going on that when I compared notes with my family, there was stuff going on that I had no clue. Owen and yeah. Aiden were each involved in a different heist that I had no idea even happened. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, Owen yeah. did a thing you didn't do. Yep. Oh. And so I was in the engineering room for the second time meeting Croy. Yeah. He was with the first and order. You talking about these little kids. So I noticed there's a little doorway in there that looks into the brig. Mm-hmm. That's like a, and these two kids were in there listening in on our It's a secret that panel I, that we, yeah, only that we opens having, at a certain point. And then point. when I came out, yeah. I was waiting for the elevator and these two kids were like, don't tell on us, but we were listening. So naturally, I went right to Croy and turned him in. So he attacked those sniveling brats and kicked them out of bridge training. It was amazing. Which brings up another tip I had. If a small child approaches you in a public space and asks you to help with something or tells you that you need to go somewhere, if it sounds like it's legit storyline, it's legit storyline and just go with it because they are going to say, they're going to send a little kid to go yes. do something, mm-hmm. to go look for somebody. And, Those two uh, little kids in yours, Jeff, didn't they lie their way into bridge training too? Yeah, they weren't supposed to be there. And they were with a lady <laughs> that they said was their mom, who wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> then their real mom was outside. They were supposed to be in dinner. And she's out there yelling. And I was like, that's those two kids that I told you about. And so Lieutenant Croy had them rounded up and kicked out of there and given back to their mother. I don't well, know how much of thing. that was fake or real, but I was it there. It felt real. It was awesome. yeah. That's the thing, too. It's like when you're a grown up doing this, you've got this layer of removal where you're aware of the game mechanics and yes, what you're but doing. But you also and start to forget about it a little. Yeah, but then the little kids really forget yes. about it. Oh, yeah. And Lieutenant Croy is really Lieutenant Croy. Yes. They are really Those turning, two kids you know, were scared of me, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> And there, we spent a lot of, this is going to shock some of you. No one. We spent a lot of time in the sublight lounge. Mm, we tried so much time and so many dollars. And there's some stuff that I didn't realize. There's a whole, this whole alcohol tasting that you can do, like mixology on a real cruise. 
Mm-hmm. And they played this. It was so much fun. It wasn't advertised anywhere. It was the cast members in the bar noticing you like to drink and, oh, hey, we're doing this thing. I noticed you're an alcoholic. (laughs) You should come to this. We're going to take you on a trip around the galaxy with these drinks. There was an upcharge for that. There was. You get to try out five different of their drinks. drinks. Yeah. And they show you how to make them. I think it was $40. But then... There's a non-alcoholic yes, version. Yes, I saw also. that going on actually behind that? us. There children. were children doing it. Yeah. But it was fantastic because the story she told, it was Every drink and every liquor was full character. Full character. Never broke. What, what galaxy it's from, what planet, how they obtain this liquor. And there was one drink. One of, one of them was Venom. <laughs> yes. It was the squeezings <laughs> from some creature. And they tell you the. They make the first part of it and say, but this is poisonous, but don't worry, we've developed an antidote. And they yeah. put if the you antidote reach for in it, it on your thing before she's ready for you to drink it, she'll like, don't drink that. The antidote it's has not poisoned. been added yet. Yeah. And then they top everybody's drink with this colored antidote. Yeah. Which, just for a se- that drink is so cool. The antidote that they put in there smells like the rainforest. It, it, smells, it smells like planty. Yeah. It smells like plants and like moist soil. It's yeah. really cool. Very weird. Oh, it sounds love, weird. I love so many it, it of the drinks. Drink. Oh, we tried all they, of them. The drinks there, by the way, are much better than the drinks in the hyperspace lounge on so the new Disney cruise ship. Yes, they're also much better than Oga's because they're not batch. There, but they're so they are so spot on into it that there is not a bottle of alcohol in there that has a an Label. Earth label on it every bottle is looks like it came from some planet in the outer rim the bar itself has so many cool details there's like fish tanks on either side of the bar Those that have this yes. weird creature swimming around in there and yeah. you can play hollow sabak in the middle of the bar which we never got a chance yeah, to do because it was there was somebody at that table every single minute well and if you don't have a, if you don't get a chance to play at that table the bartenders have regular decks that they will loan out to you yeah. if you want to play at your table and they'll step you through the rules. Yeah. And I didn't teach get you what he was saying it. when he asked if I wanted to see his deck. I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they'll teach you the game and let you borrow a deck there. Or if you're really lucky and you do get to sit at the house of Bach table, Rodian, which is a star Wars alien for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know, might happen to come into the lounge and spend a good five to 10 minutes with you teaching you how to play the game. With you guys Sabak. got that. I witnessed a table yeah. getting some tips from Chewbacca. Ooh, it depends nice. on the time in the story because there's some very specific Chewbacca linked storyline. He's snuck on board and snuck off and some other things. Some people got place. to break him out of the brig that I, I was not privy to that storyline. I didn't see that. Yeah, there's a big thing at dinner involving him sneaking around, which that is funny good. when an eight-foot fur creature is sneaking. Being <laughs> snuck through the, the dining room full of people. So, Jess, is your kid, is he going to be into this? Is Will he let it go and get all into it, or is he going to be shy about it? No, he's definitely excited for it. We really like escape rooms. and. There's Richmond's got a lot of new sort of offshoots of escape rooms that are basically like themed experiences that we've tried recently and stuff like that. So we're as a family very much into doing it. And 
if you're going to do it, you got to get into it. I don't see any other reason. And he's at that age where he's 10. So he's at the age where he's still ready to get into it and get into costume and character and all that. And that's why I'm like, got to catch it now before he becomes so jaded and hits that, that era that he doesn't want to have anything to do with it. My 15 year old, I think was like that. He is a a huge fan, but he's at the age where it's going to be cool. Yeah. Or that. And he just (laughs) doesn't want to, I don't know. He's a little (laughs) antisocial. He's very stoic. He is very stoic. And leading up to it, he was not interested at all in developing a costume or anything like that. He was like, eh, don't really want to do it. And I noticed that on boarding day, he was doing the bare minimum. But as soon as they stepped on board, he was fully into it. I've never seen so many photos of him with a huge grin on his face. And he was wearing more of the costume elements. And What I think got him, Heather, is he said he had been studying just for fun, Arabesh. Yes the written language that you see everywhere in Star yep. Wars. And he's the one who cracked the code on the ship's because console. Because he had memorized Orabesh. So he's the one who cracked that code so that we could get into the <laughs> into the restricted access. Yeah, it's total nerd. But when he did that and he figured out how to get into the crew only section of the computer, and then from there he figured out how to get into the brig, he was so yes. From that moment on, he was 100% down with the story. It was really cool to watch that moment. I love that. Camera. Yeah, and every so cool. photo I saw that people were, they, you, y'all were sending me pictures. He was having the best time. He was, yeah. got to learn Sabak from the Rodian. And was ta- when we were talking about it, he already knows some of the things that he wants to do differently. He was telling mm-hmm. me about how one, one of the, when you first board your data pad, they start sending you some messages that kind of try to work out what path you're going to take. And he's like, one of those messages, I clicked the wrong thing. He clicked a thing he didn't want to click. And so he can't wait to go back and see if he can do it completely differently. And really, I've, the more people I talk to, there are so many different storylines. You really could go back multiple times and have a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Not only that, those cast members are doing a lot of improvising yes. with how they interact. They are and so, so good. And they are great already, but I'm going, I would be interested to see six months down the road, a year down the road from when I went, how the way the cast members play their roles mm-hmm. changes. And Once what they learn about the, human behavior to bring stuff elements exactly the weird things that people choose to do and how the guests solve puzzles and how that's going to change how they play their side of the game i think Mm that would be interesting to see my family asked me when i got back if it like do you have to dress up and all that and i said i would say when we boarded it was probably 60 percent of people were cosplay or at least bounding and by day two, 90% oh, yeah. of people were. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are hesitant. We saw the biggest douchey bros ever oh. get on that ship in their regular like space bro outfit. And then by that night, they had bought the like Jedi robes. And they were still like with their dumb hats and whatever. But they were at least like 
<laughs> pretending they were doing it ironically, but then by the end of it, they were into it. Oh, and there's the a lot in. of that, like yeah. the disillusioned teenage girl that was suddenly buying all the Ray stuff. And I had one of my one of the one of the missions that I did. There were three moms who were none of the rest of their family was on that mission, and they <laughs> were fully into it and having the best time. It was my mission in engineering. It's funny to see everybody loosen yeah. up and get into. As yeah. far as like in the costuming groups I was in, lead up leading up to it, everybody was writing these backstories and all that never came up. Yeah, that, yeah you don't no need. Just really need it. Yeah. We had a we had worked up a little like just a. Sick. I was a dark side person called lascivious. Taint. That was not true. <laughs> But we had worked up just the barest backstory, and it did, it, it came into play in our storyline. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because um, Heather's <laughs> stuff was, she had a crown that she had ordered. Mm -hmm. that, I got so, into it. And then I was vaguely Han Solo-y or any other guy with a vest in Star Wars. So I said that she was royalty and I was her security. Yes. So I did that when... Croy came up. I was like, whoa, whoa, don't get too close. And I kept saying things like that. Yeah. Stay away from her. And so he finally asked, he's, so what is the deal? And I told him that Jeff was my valet. And that, <laughs> that little detail he remembered. And he remembered mm -hmm. not only that, he remembered who I was saying I was. He knew Jeff's name by the end. And the, the very ending show, when he's up on the balcony doing the thing that he does, and he's calling certain people out, yep. and he goes, and Jeff, I'd like to thank you for <laughs> yes. your whatever, they and he goes, and your highness, you need a better valet. <laughs> that Eight. moment, I wish I had it on video, but I will never forget it. I know, I took so much video, and I was just not recording when that happened. Yep. So, yeah. But they're paying attention to that stuff. And the more you interact with them, the more they remember who you are. Yeah, they do a really good job of that. And including, it does give every single person on board has an opportunity to be the, at least the a villain. few minutes in one. Mm -hmm. Or the villain, yes. But to have a major role in moving the story along yeah. at some point, which is really amazing. Guys, like, so the shuttle to Batu is. When, okay, so everybody feels special. You get asked to go to a secret mission yes. meeting on the bridge. Right. And you find out that basically everybody gets it. At the end of mine, I got asked to do something else. Yep. And I ended up in the hallway to the shuttles where you go to Batu, and the shuttle door opened and Ray stepped out. <gasps> oh. And there was six no. of us in that hallway. And we made out for an hour. I was, it was so hot. <laughs> I was, my, my bridge mission was the one that was probably linked to the to what you were doing because we were creating a diversion to sneak mm -hmm. Ray on in a shuttle but I didn't realize there were people that like got to greet her as she walked on that is that's, cool that's why I said that's, cool. that's why so I said that hang back at the end. he said there were six but six it was just me because I was because oh, that was gosh. you know what this okay so the second night um, after everybody's back from Batu, around yep. a little bit after four, you're going to start getting messages on your yes, data pad. So many. People are going to start getting called away to secret little meetings yep. and rendezvous with different characters, depending on which storylines you've unlocked earlier in the trip, yep. you start getting called aside to things. So that was when I got called away, just me, to 
the special meeting on the bridge. Yeah, Heather and, and I, I never went. saw each other after Batu till yeah, dinner because we had we were gone doing different, completely separate. Yeah, you can get very busy, and you see some really cool things there. So, quick question: When um, you so it seems like it splits up family members and stuff like. That. Yeah. My wife and I both have iPhones. What about my 10-year-old? Is he going to get do they give the kids phones to so that they have their own sort of communications and all that? They will. They yeah. do have they okay, will cool. if they don't awesome. have one. loner yeah. iPhones. Awesome. You do need to set up play. Mm. Hearts play Disney play Park. If you have an old phone right. you, or iPod, He's got an iPod, but like he doesn't have a phone, so. Yeah, if yeah. you have if an old gets phone, Wi-Fi, he can that's use all that he as needs. long as there's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's Wi-Fi. And he's Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Yep. Cool. Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and then you're yep. good. Nice. But they'll uh, also give you one. Or let you borrow one. Yeah. Right. Our bridge training the bridge training we got assigned to was the last bridge training of the voyage. And so different mm-hmm. stuff happened on our bridge training ended with, with the bridge being taken over by the first order and stormtroopers forcing us off the bridge. And it was very cool. Everybody's seemed that you were doing the same basic games, games. but the storyline was different depending on what time of day you were doing yours. I think Disney cannot figure out how to market this thing. And it's hard to put into words, really, even what it all is. And it justifies the cost when you know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and, but yeah, because this is like the, I've done some basic research without trying to get too far into it. And, and just from listening to podcasts and YouTube channel videos and stuff, like I'm learning some stuff without really big spoilers that I didn't really know from the other stuff I've looked at, like the whole splitting mm-hmm. up of the family. We were all, okay, how are we going to do this? And my son and I were basically having an argument as to <laughs> light or dark side because, yeah. And so like, this is great. He's going to figure out. Yeah. He's going to love that. from both. Yeah. And that'll be well, great and, that and we can, because we love spending time with each other, but we also would love to go off because you go off and have your own sort of adventure and then you get yes. to come back and talk about it. It's I all in a safe, contained yeah. area. Yeah. So yeah. There's a yeah. lot of very small kids without their parents doing yes. stuff. Yeah. Cast everywhere that's willing to help yeah. and help the kids understand and use data yeah. pad. And yeah. we were, our stories were storylines were fairly similar until we got to Batu, Batu. then we really diverged. And I think the four of you were all on different paths it sounded like yeah but there's several missions on batu that everybody does so everybody gets a mission that they need to go on smugglers run everybody gets a mission that they need to go on resistance we did those but then we got like jeff's was done you didn't go on smugglers we got the mission but we didn't end up writing it we just said we did it (laughs) it was Uh, hottest Hell. Did you tap your band in at least no, at the beginning? They do, they do, okay, change, so the, they do, do change the ride. If you have tapped your band in, it will be different for There's you. a minor change, yeah. but you also get credit yes. for the mission in your yes. app. So you at least tap in and say, I'm not riding, but I need to complete yes. a mission. They do They do make a change to the very end of the video. The on very end of the ride. On Smuggler's Run. If, yeah. On Smuggler's oh, Run. Yeah. If you're a house yeah. It was so hot, I wanted to die. Yeah. And we did the two. The one we started at Ogas, we did yeah, two other so things that had to do with the, Ronto. The cast in Ogas completely got into it. So and I'm like, fun. Let's get the hell out of here. And Jeff so didn't fun. have any if, more missions, but I had a bunch. And he stayed in the shade while I ran off and did 
my, I think I had three or four things that I had yeah, to well, do. I don't remember what I did. I just hung out somewhere. You were standing you in the shade and I just went off and they were very quick. I had to go to, I had to, I think you were with oh, me when yeah, I did the antenna. And scan a bunch yeah. of things. I had to realign yeah. the yeah. antenna it's, and I had to do some other stuff. There was a lot more we could have yeah. both done on. You can potentially end up doing a lot of the basic stuff that you do in Galaxy's Edge normally if you're playing with the data pad there. The Oga's mission, just so nobody worries that they're going to miss out, if they didn't get an Oga's reservation, you don't no. have to have a reservation. You can you still get that mission and complete it. You just talk to the greeter outside. You tell them you're there so. on a secret mission and they will. I do recommend if you're going. Try to get an Oga's. Try to set an alarm and yep. get on there at 60 days or it whatever. was fun and it was the specific cast member we got was hysterical she shouted to the entire bar that we were there on a secret mission and it was a hey, lot you of guys fun. want some info yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was and then they have props in there that are just for guests yes, of the which star is cruiser. cool wow Pro tip, if you're a Star Cruiser guest, you can go in and out of that tunnel where you board, and you can get unlimited space Dasani yes. water on ice there, so stay hydrated. Yeah, and it's cool so, in there. There's fans and shade yeah. and ice water. And wear the pin that they give you. I heard your group didn't do that. We did. We were told not what? to. We wore the cast ours, and the cast uh -huh. members on Rise of the Resistance saw oh. our pins, and they changed. They were talking to us about stuff going on the Halcyon. Uh -huh. See, I now I think you're supposed it. to wear it. Yeah. I had heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, they give you a pin to yeah, wear. Yeah, they so, give you a yeah. pin and they tell you to wear it so that the cast members on Batu know that you're a Halcyon guest. And you're allowed yeah, to our, wear more costume yeah. stuff. The cast member told us before we boarded the shuttle, here's a bit button that shows that you're a Halcyon guest. We don't have any extras. If you lose it, you can't get another one, and the backs fall off really oh, easy, so you no. don't really need it. So I wouldn't wear it if I was you. What? Stupid. That's that terrible. Was What's That's the point? <laughs> so I didn't wear mine. I, I wish I had. I did get mistaken for a cast member three times. <laughs> you had a great costume. For directions. No, the so cast members on Rise of the Resistance interacted with us differently. They were talking cool. to Jeff nice. about Croy and asked for him oh, nice. by name and we're talking about character traits that he has with Jeff. Yes, and Croy's still terrible at dancing. Yes. And there was another place, and now I can't remember, it was somewhere that we were out walking around that a cast member saw our pin and interacted with us yeah, differently. Yeah. I That's bad advice. And if the yeah, backs that is fall bad off, advice. then they should really do something about that. Yeah. I, it's just the normal rubber backs that they have for all the yeah. pins. Yeah. Um, I wish I had not followed that advice. I did also get approached by just a regular cast member there who caught me hacking a door. And that's uh, the first time I've had like a real in character interaction in with Batu, uh, yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. It really so does it really does change it because honestly, a lot of those cast members who work in Galaxy's Edge, they they love their job and they want to get into it. Yeah, they're it. into it anyway. Yeah, and if they see that you're somebody who's clearly into it, they're going to interact with you differently. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. So on Batu, you're even if everybody's on divergent storylines, it's easy enough for everybody to stay together. Yeah, with, in your missions. case, Jess, you wouldn't have to worry 
that your son would have to be off by himself because yeah. you really can still it's you're hitting all yeah, of the same spots. Yeah, you're not doing spots. the clandestine meetings with it, right? Kind of stuff. It's more. You're like, going yeah. to Droid Depot, and maybe one of you will have a mission that's at Droid Depot, and one of you won't. But you can all still stay together. You can you can get then, into it and say, "Turn around! I don't want you to see what I'm doing." <laughs> <laughs> Maintain the mystery. Once you're on the ship, it feels very large. There's no mission stuff unless you want to talk to your room droid that happens in any of the guest corridors. So I would not feel uncomfortable letting, I probably wouldn't let Alexander run around (laughs) because just because I couldn't trust him to maybe be polite to other people, but Presley just turned eight and why it's 10. They would be fine. I would have no problem running. Those two little kids Jeff was talking about, one of them was probably maybe seven or eight. And then her little brother was much smaller. I think she was probably seven and he was like three. Yeah. They were very small. They were little and they (laughs) were having so much fun. Second bridge training. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's safe and feels totally fine to let the kids yeah. run around. They're all over the place having their own. They do things that nobody else sees, especially if they're younger. If they're seven and under and they're in the Lothcat crew, which is their version of the kids club, they do their own special thing and have their own storylines. During downtimes, like there was some, I didn't have a mission going on and Heather was doing something. So I was just sitting on some of the furniture in the Grand Atrium and there's people relaxing in there that are just driving their new droids around yes. that they had bought at the droid depot and they also sell a pretty standard pre-assembled one in the gift shop of the store yeah. but it people are just chilling driving the thing around cast members are helping little ones learn to drive their droids and stuff it's very good well, then also like on a cruise ship they've got a scheduled droid race yep. time they have uh-huh. time where they play bingo they bingo and they had stuff. a version of know your mate Kind of match thing, your like, mate, oh, yeah. yeah, match your mate, yeah, thing. like the newlywed yes. game, yeah. It's just like a space cruise ship, there's stuff to do all the time or not do, yeah. You know. We just sat in the bar constantly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we weren't on missions, we were in the sublight lounge. We did that second day too. We grabbed a we grabbed one of the booths and a deck of cards yep. and we played Sabak. And whenever somebody would get called away to a mission. They would leave and we'd pause the game mm-hmm. and eat snacks. And when they came back, we'd just start playing yep. again. And that's a totally, that's a really good way to, to kind of recap what you did. Batu, if you split up. Mm-hmm. And and the food. Can we talk about how great the food was? Everything was really good. Oh, especially Everything. those Buffet two food dinners. Was great. The dinners were incredible. It was so much food. The drinks. I liked how they surprise you with, with a complimentary beverage from the captain on the second night. Yep. That was nice. I don't remember that. You were going to be buying booze anyway. (laughs) At dinner the second night, they allow adults a drink to buy. We had a drink and we didn't get charged for it. I remember that. Yeah, but you know what? Now I'm realizing I didn't. I just didn't notice that we didn't get charged until you just said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's part of the storyline that the captain, to make up for the first order being on board, is giving you a complimentary drink for it. The food, yeah, the food is great. I loved. I it's mean, beautiful to look yes. at, and the interesting ways they serve all your courses and things come out in trays that unfold and mm-hmm. smoking things and blue shrimp and it's just cool looking. Everything is like what they started to do with the food on Galaxy's yes. Edge and in Shied Pandora. Away from. It's a step up. 
Yes, it is. It is a step above as far as taking Earth foods and making them alien, making them different. It's amazing. It's great. And I forget what they call it, but it was basically mac and cheese was delicious. Yeah. Uh And they have a kid's menu, too, if you have a picky A youngling menu. And it's all like they had... uh, Potato cakes that were like waffle fries. It was like a potato cake, <laughs> literally a like waffle a giant tater the tot. Waffle, yeah. They had put in a waffle press. Yeah, that was good. The kid next to me, each night, I was looking at his food. He let me take pictures and check it all out and see the menu, his little menu. It's, it's all super and they have fun those too. little cheeseburger pods that they have on Pandora. Yeah, it tastes like a quarter yeah, pounder so- with cheese, but it looks like a dim sum. So one night, the first course is those. Oh, they were so good. The grownups, you can get slightly more sophisticated taste. And then for the kids, they have the cheeseburger pie from Pandora. So I think. Yeah. Food's great. Drinks are great. Yeah. Food. And plentiful. It was so much food. Breakfast buffet, the lunch buffet. And then pro tip on Batu Day, you get a credit on your band oh, I was gonna bring that up. to go and eat on Batu if you want. You can go get yourself a Ronto wrap and a drink on Batu and then hightail it back and still make it for the lunch buffet. Or pro tip, oh. if you use that credit in Docking Bay 7, you can get an adult beverage instead of just a non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beverage. So we didn't either. No, we did not. Yeah. yeah, we saved ours and used ours in the park on disembarkation day departure day pro tip you can do that yes yeah on the day that you leave the ship if you're going to the theme parks and you haven't used your credit from the day before you can use your meal credits that day hurt that is smart but anywhere or just in galaxy's edge anywhere in any of the theme parks i use them in the magic kingdom and it's linked by your party so he Heather's husband credit. and sons didn't <laughs> use their credits. So I had four adult meal credits nice. to use in the Magic Kingdom. So I bet they don't have Pecos up. Bills nachos in space. So I'm yeah, definitely going to do good that. Day. <laughs> space nachos. Yeah. I want my space nachos. I just, I can't say enough good about it. It's hard no, to describe seriously. and I'm sure we did a poor job. Well, of it and tonight, the, I, what so I fun. think is amazing is I've talked, to a lot of friends who've done it and they range from one friend who's never seen a single star wars movie only yeah no to people who are just like the movies but aren't huge fans they all love it yeah i really don't think everyone has been giving it rave reviews a harry potter hotel yeah. or yeah, it's it's I guarantee it. If Universal is yeah. waiting to see how this turns out, and they are going to yeah. do a Harry Potter version of this, they would be insane. Not and to yeah. put it as part oh, of Epic oh. Universe would be real smart. Yeah. So, but it's hmm? just you really, truly don't have to be a Star Wars fan to have fun and enjoy it. No. It's there were a lot of grandma grandpas that yeah. got on there not knowing squat about Star Wars, and I'm sure they had fun. And they were you loving could tell. It they were just wearing a Star Wars t-shirt that looked like it was brand new. Made of a cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's the great thing. I get wanting to see the familiar characters. And, and there are and some of that. But like Galaxy's Edge, this takes it even further. Putting it in its own place in mm-hmm. time. Some characters to be you've never heard of. 
Right. And it's a brand new story that way, but it's still all the Star Wars yeah. stuff that you love. And I, every person was in that grand atrium for the finale. There wasn't, nobody was skipping nobody that. Nobody blew that and off. Everyone and, and whole, was having Well, you literally so can't because it's an emergency. Oh, you get called to your yeah. muster stations. <laughs> Sorry. And it's holy fun, crap. I that loved fin- being in the dining, in dinner when that happened and having to get up and mm-hmm. run out. It was really fun. Yeah. And somebody who was at the earlier dinner seating got to trigger that alarm. Oh. That was like a guest. One of their gets the mission of triggering that That's alarm. That's so fun. And, and, but holy crap, that finale. The force, you see the force being used like <laughs> that was so cool. eight yes! or ten times, and they are like still Broadway stage show. There's, I do. There's things that I There's know still... exactly how they did it, and it's still the most amazing. Doesn't make it any less scene. cool. The only thing I they we'll got talk to figure later because there's a couple of things Ray. that I'd like to know yeah. how that happened. And also, just the fancy lightsaber is on stage for approximately five yeah. seconds. Yeah. I've seen. I've yeah. seen the footage of that, and yeah, yeah I was. She makes the transition from that one to the fighting if, one. Is if you go mad. back to the episode, I think where they debuted that, I called that exactly. I was like, they're going to use it for five seconds, and then they're going to yeah. put it down, and it's, it's going to be a done. Great effect. Though. I think it's they're still effect. working on that effect, and hopefully, they can make it work better. Yeah. It is a great yeah, effect but, when she. Oh, that's that moment. It's We've seen it. I saw yeah. it on video, and I still like. Ah! Yep. <laughs> yes. And there's so much going on that it doesn't matter yes. because not long after she switches her lightsaber one time, then all of a sudden she gets force pulled 30 feet that across a catwalk. That is what I was yeah. going to ask you. How, does that the one, how it worked? Because how the yeah, hell did they do that? Yeah, it's obvious how it worked. It wasn't obvious to me. I thought it was cool. There, I'll I mean, tell you. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about yeah, it. It's yeah. a grocery <laughs> store conveyor belt. Right. No, it was the force. <laughs> okay. No, it's called a speed ramp. It's what you use to get up to the Tomorrowland trains. I know, but it mover. looked so seamless it's and It's an cool. amazing effect. And uh, it's funny. I had been saying earlier, I was like, "Why the angles they've got it, you can't see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, catwalk. but we can talk about it. We can talk about another force effect later if you want yeah. to. But yeah, so, so I mean, the finale is amazing. All of the show pieces are great. It's yeah. amazing to see an R2 unit free roaming yeah. around mm-hmm. the ship. Because it just free roams and interacts with people and their stormtroopers and so the droid in your room and they're awesome. Tell you a good night story about moisture farmers. I happened never on, interact with mine. Oh, I happened upon a sad moment where she got deactivated. I, did. I for saw the that one too. Yeah, the-, the first order dragged her away. Yeah. I saw that in mine. Yeah. Yeah, so check in with her. Definitely ask her for a bedtime story the first night when she offers. I don't know what else to say. Just you just gotta go do it. Yeah. If even if you're not a Star Wars fan and you're going with a group of people who are, don't be concerned. Just be open to the experience. Be open to play and and relax. And you really can do as little. They say do as little or as much as you want. If you want to just sit back and watch it unfold, you can, and you're still going to be entertained. I'd say the ship that we were on was probably 90% full, Mm -hmm. at least, if not full. And they've done a good job with, the spaces are all big enough that it's not crowded. It's not shoulder to shoulder. When you're in the bar, there's enough other stuff and missions going on. We never never had a problem. You can always get a seat seat. or a table. And we were in there a lot. And that's part, I mean. 
having the scheduled bridge trainings mm-hmm. going on all the time. And the lightsaber the trainings. Lightsaber, it yeah. spreads everybody out so much. It's really good. And really so, on the day, the Batu excursion day, everybody was off the ship, really, for most of it. A good part yeah, of the day. Yeah, that was nice. We came back and there was like nobody mm-hmm. on the ship. So we had our so. space alcohol tasting, which was so space fun. Booze. Space booze. I'd say I don't think that there's anything. The only thing I would do different next time is try to talk to more of the. I was p- totally happy with the interactions and the storylines I got mostly through the app, but I would like to get to actually interact with them. But other than that, there's nothing I would change, nothing I would do different. I, I'm excited to someday hopefully be able to go again and see how it evolves. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It is my it has become my ideal version of themed vacation entertainment. Yeah. And that's what I want to go do every time. <laughs> yeah, the only other fandom I think that could support this kind of thing, I think, would be a Harry Potter. Oh, you yeah. You could do a Hogwarts hotel that's that same super um, immersive thing. If they announce Avengers Camp that you can sign up for, I'm going to oh, be the first yeah. one for that. Yeah, that's so true. Avengers could do it. Yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of weird anime thing you could work out. Mm. That'll be weird. Yeah, <laughs> Guys with their girlfriend pillows. It really was the epitome of Disney immersive entertainment. It's everything that they was, do well, yeah. just executed Perfectly. Even more so than the Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's something I was thinking about, too. Like, we we had talked about a while ago, we did that One Day with Walt episode, and it was like, what would you show Walt? If you had, if what is the one thing that you would take him to see yeah. related mm-hmm. to the parks, to say, yeah. this is what you made. Can you imagine? Who the hell is this space gorilla? Yeah. And why can't I smoke <laughs> right. here? But it was but exactly like- <laughs> what he envisioned. The whole family having fun. Yes. Together. And his love of storytelling. Because yes. that's all it is. just storytelling and getting everybody involved. Yes, and sometimes the story. the story, it's super cheesy and you're still like so into it. Eating it up. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a cynical turd. And it's I love so true. I was a little just, bit of time. I was a little bit afraid you were going to hate it. Just yelling yep. and, uh, <laughs> I was afraid I was going to hate it. But I liked it so much. I'll pay to go back. Yes. 100%. Get yourself on the Halcyon. Yeah. You, you know how it. you can get yourself on the Halcyon? Tell us, Dan. You can contact your favorite key to the world travel agent. That's right. Which means it's time for me to tell you how to do that, which means it's time for me to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to cruise the galaxy aboard the Halcyon or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a Pergol class luxury star cruiser full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. 
Bye, guys. Call me. Guys, all things considered, I would rather sabak Jeff's deck than eat at Flo's V8 Cafe. <laughs> May the force be with you. <laughs> and with your spirit. <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.